<laughs> I know why you're playing this. <laughs> this is talking about. This is our theme. I think this. I think this song was reinvented because of the show, our favorite show. Yeah. Could it be? Welcome back, everybody. Here we go. To the. Well, I thought we jumped in. Welcome back, over. everybody. Go ahead, do it. To the gentleman's dojo. I'll just take over. That's fine. Go to my right. Yeah. To my intro. right. Just worked on his fourth comedy special in Chicago last weekend. Is here now, all the way from Pittsburgh, PA. My good buddy Steve Byrne, everybody. Well, thank yes. you. Yes. And to my left. Wearing an incredibly fluorescent orange running jacket yeah. that I'm sure you've never ran in. Not at all. Uh, it looks it looks like it's such an off color. It was definitely found in like a bargain bin as soon as you walk into one yeah. of those like TJ Maxx or something. I'm not going to get sideswiped on my motor scooter wearing this thing. That is glaringly this orange. This is good, right? It's yeah. awful. My name is? Perfect. All right, good. Well, this is starting out as best as it can. <laughs> First of all, we obviously know that song from The Bachelor. Steve and I had our little bachelor viewing party last Monday, which was fantastic. Just we two did. guys. Just two dudes. Chinese food, cupcakes, and the bachelor in the background. <laughs> <laughs> we do watch The Bachelor. I can't believe and you're gonna come over tonight. Of course. It's of Monday, course. Monday, so we're gonna watch The Bachelor. I had to I, um, I, I told you a great story because I, I've done warm up on that show a couple of times yeah. and over the years, I mean, I've been working on that show for, I don't know, four or five years. Mm-hmm. And I remember last year, I was like, I've been working on this show for a long time. I haven't got a, a bump in pay in forever. So I'm just going to ask for, you know, a couple hundred bucks more. I mean, you know, I'm not making a whole lot on that show. So I remember going to them and I said, hey, can I get a couple hundred bucks more? And they said, we have absolutely no budget. There's no more budget. We're out of cash. Nothing. Strapped. Strapped nothing. We're, we're completely out. Yeah. And I, as I, we were watching the show they're last watching, week. There's like a, they're jumping off a boat in the Bahamas. <laughs> they're taking helicopter rides. They're zipping but, away on jet skis. But my and favorite was when those when those pigs were in the water, right? And they were oh. coming up to the girls. I said, "There's my 200." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. As the girls were getting chased around by the pigs, that was my 200. Oh, that show is awful. That was my favorite part of the show too. The guy Ben is in the middle yeah. of the Bahamas with eight chicks yeah. in the water. By the way, you never saw him get out of the water because he was probably rock hard, just rocking a boner <laughs> the whole time. And he gets to the one girl that he has nothing in common with. He's like, "So." Uh, you like swimming? She's like, yeah, I like swimming. Do you like pigs? She's like, what? Yeah, it was so, like, you could just tell he's like, I don't know what to say because I don't have an earpiece in. Because <laughs> you know that they need that earpiece. Oh, the producers are always to. telling them what They're, to say, yeah. The, the cue cards, he's like, the cue cards are all wet, I can't see. I Awful. always love, my favorite part is when they walk in and they see a band playing. They're like, oh my God, I love these people. They're like, they have no idea who those people are. Yeah. By the way, it was Valentine's Day uh, a couple of days ago, and I just wanted to say uh, thank you once again to Pro Flowers for the amazing flowers that they sent me that I took credit for. I'm sure uh, you – did you tell Jess that you – No. No. You What did you have them sign the card that said they were from you? Would you just stop? Did you guys do anything for Valentine's Day? You guys go out? I cooked for my wife. Whoa, really? For a steak and lobster dinner. Really? Yeah. yeah? yeah. Where would you, you go buy the steak and lobster from? Uh, Whole Foods. Yeah, well, that is good stuff. Yeah, I so that was nice you. to to see the basket. You know, you have a basket, yep. and there's a steak and a lobster in there. You're like, oh, there's four things in the basket. $120. Yeah, yeah, good. yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, it is. Uh, so let's talk about, real quick, we have we have a guest on the line, but let's let's just describe real quick what we're doing. So over the course of the last 30 episodes yeah. on the Gentleman's Dojo, we've had the pleasure of 
talking and interviewing some of our favorite friends, talking about different subjects. But as we've gone on, something we'd like to explore. We've had, obviously, we've had great shows. My mom, that, that was your mom the, was great. Roy Wood is always fun to have call in. Um, yeah, we've had shows just not as popular. I'm trying to think who you brought in. Um, but anyway, um, we've had those shows, just not, you know, Keep I mean, going with it. Owen, you know, you grabbed Owen for eight episodes because you didn't go. do research the night before. Ridiculous. You never help out. Uh, so anyways, so we've been discussing. Yeah. Cash Levy was one of our favorite guests. Levy. And he talked about, Cash Levy, sorry. <laughs> what did I say? Levy. Oh, Cash Levy. Okay. You were thinking about that New Orleans Katrina thing. The okay, Levy's. so anyways. So Cash was awesome. Loved it. And he gave us some kind of like tips on how to sneak into the Super Bowl or any of your favorite concerts. Right. We thought that was a fun one. And that, that seemed to generate a lot of response from you guys. So we thought, why not explore some of the some more topics like this? And we thought, we travel all the time. Yep. We're constantly checking into hotels. Yep. I'll have you take over from here. Yeah, well, we're constantly checking into hotels when I work with other guys like a Ralphie, we always stay at five star. When I here we go, hang out with you. It's uh, I'm not insulting, but I'm just saying it's uh, like a Holiday Inn or a Red Roof. That's I mean, those bullshit. are just you as know fine. it's bullshit. Fuck okay, but, but we don't stay in the greatest places. So <sighs> that's ridiculous. We wanted to we wanted to talk with somebody who not only was a fan of Sullivan and Son, who I got to meet uh, when we were doing Sullivan and Son. Right. He brought his grandma to the final episode, our final taping of the first that's season. Very sweet. Yep. Brought her. Then he came out and saw us in Vegas when we were at the South Point. Mm -hmm. Remember that? Uh, yeah. Was dead. And we uh, became friends after that. So because you're looking for a hookup, that's why you became. Of friends. course. Well, oh, you work at a hotel. Hey. Yeah. Take my card. You you don't look for hookups in this business. It's all this business is for. No. So basically, right? Basically, he is in the hospitality industry. He's worked for a ton of hotels. Right. Hilton, Hampton, and all these other uh, great hotels. And I started talking to him about. Hey, what are some of the things that people do to get upgrades? What are some of the ways that people go about getting cheaper rooms? What are some of the craziest things that people have come up to the front desk and have asked you? And we just got into this big conversation. We thought, what a better thing to do, right? Not only entertain, but also figure out ways that people can cost cut a little bit, right? So the Gentleman's Dojo is going uh, – a uh, little consumerized, right? And uh, we're bringing in our buddy uh, Bryce on the phone. Bryce, are you there, buddy? Yeah, can you hear me? There it is, right there. Now, uh, Bryce, you've obviously met Steve a bunch of times, How's right? How's it going, buddy? What's going on? Thanks so much for calling in. Appreciate it. So, so Bryce, yeah, the, no the very first uh, time that Bryce and I met was at a taping of Sullivan and Sunny. He was at the final episode of season one. Which what, what was that episode again, bud? I don't remember which one we did. That was uh, one where I think it was like season Aunt was stealing the, the money out of the bag, and they caught her at the airport. Oh, Gary, Gary oh, is just beaming. Gary, man. shut up. Aunt right, Joe, so, if I remember correctly, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You love and that, that was uh, Bryce, that was the one where Steve went to the airport, switched the bags, Okay, which is odd all right, anyway, so technically it was, uh, get through security right, unless you have okay. a ticket. So Did I don't understand how he was up? able to do that. God damn. What was now, that episode filmed in 1983? Here we go. Pleasure having you on. Um, now you work now, where do you, where do you work right now currently in, in, in the hospitality industry? Uh, currently I've switched over to uh, the technology side of it, but I did five years of hotel management altogether. Oh, wow. Now I got to ask you something as somebody who gets, walks into a hotel every, every week, pretty much. What is something you should not do when you're checking in? Is there something that, like, is there something you should not do? And then is there something that you can do where somebody at the front desk is going, 
this person seems pretty nice. Maybe I'll bump them up. Um, I'd say the biggest thing to not do is, one, be on your phone when you're checking in. Yes. That just helps me your kind of being a dick already. Gary's on his phone right now. <laughs> right. I'm looking for a new um, guest. <laughs> <laughs> I'm putting out a tweet. Anybody in the hospitality? <laughs> right. Okay. So no. I'm uh, so obviously don't don't use your phone. Don't be on the phone. Be present. Right. Right. Okay. Um, and then yeah, I mean, it's just don't be an ass. That's honestly the biggest thing. And when you go in, if you're checking in, you're very personable with the the agent that's working, and you know you joke around with them, you're having fun. Uh, they're going to be way more willing to. You know, discount or upgrade you, or give you pretty much anything that you would ask for. Um, as long as you're personal with them, that's what they're there to do, and they'll definitely help you out. Because you and I have talked about this, Bryce. You you've said people will actually come in, and if they're in a great mood, great spirit. Obviously, you know that they've traveled for a long time, so they're just what ready to get up to the room. Obviously, you know, you might be on the tail end of your eight hour day, but if somebody comes in and they're just like personable and friendly. You said to me that, that people come in and ask for, you know, a free movie. Like, people would just – like, that's how they will kind of start off their check-in. Like, hey, is there any chance of getting a free movie? And, you know, your answer, if they're personable, is always, yeah, sure. Um, go order it, and then I'll I'll take it off. Yeah. I mean, if they are joking around or they ask something like that, I'll definitely do it. If they're making a comment about breakfast or something, I'll just say, here, you know, take this free breakfast you want or whatever. Um, I mean, because – as long as you're nice, I have dealt with, you know, shit people for eight hours. So, <laughs> what as long is as the... you're nice, you can honestly ask for almost anything, and they will help you out. What is the ratio, like when somebody's checking in, How would you say it's 50-50, people just coming in, just being a pain in the ass, they just want to get to the room, and then people that are kind of being sweet and nice, what is the ratio of that? I'd say it's more 80-20. You have about 20% that are, like, cool and fun to check in. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. And eighty percent just a holes checking in. Just give me my key. Let me get to my room. Shut the fuck up. That kind of shit. Yeah. Oh yeah yeah. So when somebody comes in, when they when when anybody's checking in, do they ask for upgrades or is that something that just you know you people don't just really... don't yeah people I see I would think that people maybe don't ask for it because they feel like. You can't, there, there's nothing you can do. So you're asking for something that doesn't exist. But when people check in, Bryce, do people say, hey, can I get upgraded for free? I mean, how does that work? Uh, people will. A lot of times they won't just straight up say, hey, will you upgrade me for free? They'll kind of like make a joke about it. And again, I mean, if you're just kind of having fun or nice and it's available, and, you know, I'll definitely, if we have one, I'll put you in there. Um, a lot of times people are members of certain, you know, like, clubs for the hotels mm-hmm. that they travel for to get the sports and all that. So you will get some that feel entitled to automatically getting their upgrade. And if they don't, they make a huge fuss and want to call corporate because they don't get an extra <laughs> toilet in their room. Yeah, because that is kind of crazy, right? Because I wouldn't think like I, I – because I've heard this before. Let's say you go in late at night and check into a hotel. It's 11 o'clock at night. There's obviously a bunch of rooms available. Now, sometimes they can't lower that rate. But what they can do is they, they can upgrade you for free because obviously there's still that cleaning fee. So it doesn't really make a difference if they're, you know, if, if the housekeepers are cleaning a bigger room or a smaller room. So they can actually upgrade you. But you you told me that, you know, they can go below that rate. I mean, they can definitely do it, right? Right. So I know a big rule of thumb is especially if you have 
open availability is you can drop usually about thirty dollars without getting in trouble for it. Oh wow! Uh, it depends on the availability, obviously, but yeah, I mean that front desk agent has a little more power than they will say they do. Um, and a lot of the times, if you're at seventy percent, the only thing the managers want you to do is to sell out. And so a lot of times you tell them, you know, don't let them walk out the door. And so if the rate's 119 and they're like, well, we want to pay 99, a lot of times if they don't want that person to leave, then they'll accept that rate. Can you explain what the word sellout means to Steve? Oh, sellout, God. like let's say Shut it's to capacity. Um, just so, okay, anyway. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to we'll role play here a little bit. I'm Steve. I'm checking in. I got my bag that I've had for the last 30 years because I've been on the road making a, a scoundrel living. And I, I walk into the hotel, hey. Um, I'm Steve. I'm performing at the Uncle Louie's Crab Feast this weekend. Um, I think my manager booked me a room here on Priceline. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ, Gary. <laughs> By the way, quick question, Bryce. Do it, it, does it do you? Is it better to call the corporate number to try to get the the discount rate, or just come to you directly? Right? Because I would think that that's a better rate. That's a better way to go. Uh, I would say always call the hotel directly. I wouldn't even call their reservation line. And third parties like Expedia are the worst ones to go through. Oh, it is? They usually get messed up way more than the normal ones. And if it does get messed up, because you pay them and not us, we can't help you pretty much at all. Right. So when you're like, like I, I want to go back real quick because I have one question, then another question to follow up on what you just said. When you're checking in, if I were to go into, like, say, a nicer hotel, like like a higher-end hotel or whatever, and I wanted to get an – or any hotel, if you want to get an upgrade to a bigger room or a suite or whatever, is tipping something that would help that? Um, it's definitely not going to hurt it. Yeah. I mean, if someone had me money, I would definitely try to get them a better room too. But So if I, um, if I, if I was checking, I'd be like, look, do you have any bigger rooms? I, I'll, I'll slip you 20. Is that is that incentive enough to to get bumped up? If I had the room, it would be incentive to me. Yeah, because be, um, because again, right. It might just depend on how many they have, but yeah, it definitely helped me out. Did did that happen with you a lot? Where people would either maybe not necessarily try to grease you. Yeah, not 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 necessarily give you cash, but maybe they have like a gift or something like you know I don't know maybe they yeah. like a hand job. <laughs> Is that what you're having, Gary? Jesus, you're disgusting. By the way, Steve will never throw out cash. It's always him pulling out his shitty oh, DVD. You are the worst. He's like, hey, who can I sign this to? You have kids Shut that are the fu- interested I never in drugs. You always that. pull out oh, your DVDs. Fuck you. And that's when they I don't downgrade even bring merch your ass. with me. You're an that's asshole. That's when they downgrade you're you. Completely, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Steve tries to check in, give him a DVD, <laughs> and then that's when they say our hotel's full. Get the fuck out. Shut Go up. across the street. So d- is greasing something that does occur quite often, or is it is it rare? It what? It, it, it is potentially getting tipped rare at the front desk, or is that something that, that happens every now and then, or is it commonplace? Uh, it's, it's honestly, it's pretty rare. I honestly got tipped more in food than I did in anything else. People oh, would wow. like, bring their leftovers from the restaurant and be like, do you want it? But at that point, they're already they, checked in, though, right? Or no, they... they, they they weren't. Yeah. Oh, they were. The last time I in, they're really not gonna. I don't think I've ever been tipped to get an upgrade. So it's interesting because what about like the? Because we were talking about this. What about the internet? Because that's like such a high fee. Like, how do you get that? Yeah, waived? It's like fifteen dollars like, a, yeah. a night sometimes. Yeah. How can you get that waived? Like, what's what's kind of the thought? Um, I say the easiest way is complain that it's slow. Oh, interesting. 
Call the front desk, say your internet's really slow. I'm paying $15 a night for this. Is there something you can do? Yeah, because there's really no way for them to check if you're on slow internet. Right. But now on... But on complain about the computer free. Because there is a difference. Sometimes you can, you, when you check in, you get the basic internet, right. which is just Free. slow. And then there's the streaming one where you can access your right. Netflix or whatever. So if you get the streaming one, say, look, your, your internet's incredibly slow. This is really disappointing. And maybe they'll, they'll take it off? Uh, yeah, they probably would. And what's funny is the hotels I worked at, you, know, you got complimentary internet. The one you had to pay five ninety nine for was one megabit faster. Wow. Oh, that's funny. That's it, huh? But they give you the illusion that yeah. it's this deluxe package, and it really isn't, right? right? And yeah. You get, like, a slight little upgrade, but honestly, the biggest way to get it for free is just complain about it. Now, what I wanted to ask you, well, Steve wanted me to ask you this, sure is um, if he orders an adult film, right, can you tell exactly what that movie is down at the desk? Like, I mean, can you tell if Steve orders – you know, uh, romancing the bone. Could you tell that that was that <laughs> he, that he ordered that, or does it just show up as the the, the uh, untitled? Because you you were saying, in in fairness, we were talking about this. You were saying people will always like this is the number one thing, especially business travelers. They will call down to the desk and say, "Can you tell what movie I ordered?" Because they have to submit the receipt as an expense, right? And they want to know, right? I mean, that's the idea. They want to know if you can tell what movie they ordered, correct? Right, so a lot of times on the receipt, it won't have the title. So they assume that it's just going to show up as movie everywhere. But no, we can see exactly what movie you watch and for how long you watch it. <laughs> now, <laughs> and how long? Yeah. And how long, yeah. Because cause then what would happen, right? You would get the call at what point, right? You, 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 yeah, I a lot of times I had a guy come down. Um, I'm assuming he, he was a business guy, so he was going to have to expense it, so he needed that movie to get off, literally. <laughs> and so, um, you know, he was like, you know, I didn't, you know, I was messing around with thing. I didn't watch it, and it was, the movie was messed up. And, you know, I said, well, just give me a second. Let me go check. And so you go pull up the room number. It's like, sir, I'm sorry it wasn't messed up for 15 minutes. <laughs> I mean, just because you're a fast shooter doesn't mean you're getting your 20 bucks back. <laughs> Fifteen minutes is kind of a long time. That is a long time. Yeah, he watched must... the setup. He yeah. watched some oral. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He probably, he probably climaxed before the big send off, the fireworks finale. That must have end. been a uh, a long pizza delivery. <laughs> 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 it was just taking forever for the guy to come in. So literally, because I've told you this story before, Bryce, which I thought was fantastic. It was so funny. I remember I was uh, I was on a cruise one time, and I, I I made a long distance call back to to California. And I was on the phone for like eight minutes, and the call was like $96. So I went down to the front desk. I said, there's there, to the front desk of the cruise ship, I said, there's no way I've been on the phone for eight minutes. And the guy walked in the back, and he said, yes, you were. And I said, have a good day. And like we both <laughs> knew that, you know, but I didn't realize there was a way that you could tell from a system that's set up in the back exactly how long they are watching a movie for. Yep. Easy. Pretty much everything. Title, movie. And pretty much the rest of the time you stay there, every time you walk in, I'm going to remember that your room number is for the guy that ordered the porn. Uh, <laughs> I got to ask you this. How, when you go into the room, right, um, those glasses, like in the hotel bathroom, in my room in the bathroom, are those glasses like taken to a dishwasher or are those glasses just like rinsed off in the sink, wiped with a washcloth and put right back there? 
I would recommend bringing your own <laughs> if you're ever going to use any. Okay. Yeah, there's no washer. How how often do they change the actual blanket on the bed? The comforter. The, the, the sheets, I assume, are changed. I would hope that they're changed. But how often is that cover washed or cleaned, or is that just is that just there? That's just always going to be there. They've kind of changed it because they have a cover they can kind of take off the comforter. But generally, if you have like a solid comforter in there, I would just put it on the floor and not use it. Wow. Br- Bryce is basically saying, if you can, it's convenient. Don't bring stay your, at a hotel. Bring your own bed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just try to get a mattress up the elevator. How much, <laughs> how much like just straight up boning is going on in hotels? Oh, there's a lot, actually. Um, it's funny because a lot of times you, it's very easy to tell when someone's going into the room to either cheat or it's a prostitute. Oh, that's interesting. Are prostitutes pretty rampant in the hotels then? Oh, I've seen a couple, yeah. I have, I mean, the students, because they'll come up, get the keys, they'll want to pay cash every time. Wow. Um, they'll be in there for like two hours, and you see them leave. And so one time, as soon as she left, I was like, well, I want to go see what happened up there. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> up there, and there was, she had got a Halloween costume with like a bunch of sparkles, and those things were all over the room. Uh, oh, wow, really? Yeah. But you could, and you could tell, like what, what, like the minute somebody's coming in, like you know what's going on. I mean, like if you see like a group of like four kids check in, you you just know that they're there to party. Uh, yeah, you get pretty good about picking out the people that you know are going to have problems. Like who's going to be filling up the hallway with weed, and who's going to be out of that room in an hour and a half. Because I always feel bad, right? Because, you know, we travel a lot. And I always feel bad for – because you see it all the time. You'll see a family that's bringing their kids, and, like, they never stay at a hotel. It's a big deal. You know, the, the, the little kids have their teddy bears, and they're excited just to be there and staying in a hotel for the night. And then you just you just hope that they're not getting a room next to the dirt bags that are there to bone for 45 minutes, and they're listening to that nonsense. You know what I mean? I just yeah. – I, I always, like – I always feel bad for those people because then I'm just like – you know, because you just don't know where to place these people. Although maybe there is a method to the madness. Maybe there is. If you know somebody's going to be a problem, do you put them on the opposite wing of some other people, or it's just hard to keep doing that? Um, I mean, you could try your best too, but generally, it's honestly just going to be random, and just have to tell them to shut up. How often do you get noise complaints about loud sex? Um, I've gotten a few. One lady was just very naive, and she thought someone kept knocking on their door. <laughs> or their wall? Yeah. Don't moan you sound just like her. Doing, and she thought they were doing work in there, so she didn't realize what was happening. But <laughs> she definitely picked up. Now, is this a good line? Is it a good line to, when you're checking in to say, hey, look, I love staying at your hotel. Last time I stayed here, you guys were doing construction, so you put me in a nicer room, like an upgraded room. Would it be possible to stay in that type of room again? Is that something that you could say? Uh, I mean, probably not, because chances are they weren't doing construction. <laughs> <laughs> okay. well, we, we have a buddy of ours that always goes into a hotel, whether he stayed there or not. And his line, Bryce, is always like, they'll say, hey, welcome to the Hilton. He'll be like, oh, it's so great to be back here. Meanwhile, he's never stayed there before. But he always walks in with just this confident strut. And he says, hey, you know, it's great to be back here. Last time we were here, my wife and I stayed on a floor that had a lot of construction. It was very noisy. It was very busy. Is there any way that we can get an upgraded room this time through on our visit? Now, like you said, I mean, if there was – because my buddy's theory is there's always construction going on at every hotel. But you're saying if you're at a smaller, kind of more intimate hotel, 
there's a good chance that there was no construction. <laughs> now you've just been caught in a bullshit lie. And, and most of the times they're just going to do it anyways. But I would go and I, I mean, you can see if he stayed there before, so I would know he's lying. <laughs> By the way, let me just say this, and this is this isn't even a joke. I I really, but what is your rule on this? Because I, I I always do it. I feel like those housekeepers have the hardest job in picking up those towels that are just you know clean when they get they're checked in, and then when they're grabbing them off the floor, they're just Who crunchy. Knows what's in yeah, it's so gross. I mean, I think do do people generally tip? The housekeepers. I think people should. I don't know what the rule is. I always is. tip the housekeeper. I do too. I really do. But I, I don't. And and what's what's a fair tip that you would say to give? Because they have really a tough job dealing with just these people's scumbag behaviors. What 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 what's? Do most people not tip? I wouldn't think that they do. And if they do, what's a what's a good tip? I'd say most people don't. Right. Uh, and I can say since having to work. You know, being managed, you have to work every job in there, and that is by far the hardest job. It would take me about oh, over an hour to clean a room, and they're, in order for them to get a bonus, they have to do it in like 17 minutes. Jesus. That's how quickly they got to turn around a room. That's how long they have to get in and out of checked out rooms, not even stayovers. It's usually like 17 minutes per room. Wow. Or they won't hit a bonus for them. Wow, that's so crazy. And what what's a good tip? Like if, if somebody left, I think anything. Yeah, I guess <laughs> so. I right? guess if nobody's tipping. Yeah. What, what's what's good? I usually I, I like to go with five. I mean, is that is that a fair? Yeah, I say five is reasonable. If you know you kind of fucked up the room a little bit more than you should have, I mean, I would go a little more if you know you left it pretty disgusting. But yeah, I'd say that's that's a good one. Five. Now I gotta ask you this too. So so with Expedia, with Orbitz, with all these kinds of Hotels.com. Is it better to just go ahead and book and call the front desk and book a room with somebody there as opposed to finding these these rates? Because if you, I guess from what you're saying, if you book a hotel room and then you get there and maybe, you know, see if it could get knocked down another 30 bucks or whatever per night, that, that might be the way to go. Is that is that right or is it better to go ahead and book with these? Is there some incentive to book with these uh, discount kind of websites? I would say there's really not going to be any kind of incentive for it. I mean, if you call me and the rate you got online is ten bucks more, then I'm just or ten bucks less. I'm just going to match that rate anyways. And right. you know, a lot of these properties, they have like 100% satisfactory guarantees. And so, if something happens wrong with your stay and you don't want to pay for it, you already paid for it. And so, it causes more of an issue um, than anything because there's once you pay them, there's not a whole lot that we can really do. So I would definitely say call the hotel directly. Um, and to be honest, when we're going through and assigning rooms or whatnot during the day, if you're in a Expedia reservation, you're probably going to be treated the worst. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Yeah, because if you book through Expedia and something goes wrong, we can just blame Expedia. Well, it is interesting. I just remember huh. years and years ago, I was staying in Sacramento, and I pulled into this Radisson. It was a beautiful property that had like a little man-made lake right in the middle of the property, and I had booked a room on Priceline. It was a, a Easter weekend, and there was nobody there. I mean, it was, the parking lot was dead, and I just remember – so I was like, Steve Byrne performing here? And I just remember pulling into the, uh, the, the front Jesus thing, Christ. and I said to the woman at the desk, I said, hey, can I get a room by the little lake? And she said, uh, sure, let me take a look. And within seconds, she could tell it was a Priceline customer, and she said, we're completely booked. 
And I was like, wait a minute, two seconds ago you had rooms, and now all of a sudden it's booked because she knew that I wasn't paying much money. You know what I mean? Like that was crazy. But you gave me you gave me some great advice, Bryce, because I remember calling you a couple of years ago. This is when we were at the Wild West Comedy Festival, mm -hmm. and we were all just drinking uncontrollably, and it got crazy. And I remember uh, I was working for uh, Bud Light, so they paid for my room, paid, was paying for all the incidentals, and I got really sick just because I drank so much, mm -hmm. and I threw up everywhere, like all over the bed, and just you know, we it, get it, uh, yeah. And I just remember you, you couldn't get the smell out. So I said mm -hmm. to Bryce, I said, what, what, what do I do? I mean, what's what's the thing? And you said, clean it up the best you can. Call down to the front desk. Say that you have a baby that got sick, right? <laughs> say that you have a baby that got sick. Ask if they can clean up the room and then leave housekeeping $40. And they will come in there and clean it like it's a brand new room. And they did. It was, it was the best advice because I certainly didn't want to get socked. That fee that then Bud Light was gonna have to pay for. Your which baby was... ate a rack of ribs. <laughs> it was just so That's what's bad. on the floor. Okay. <laughs> yes. Um. So so Bryce, I gotta say thank you very much. In in summary, I guess really what it comes down to is book directly with the hotel, be incredibly courteous and friendly when you check in, and from there see if you can swing some things out of it. Is that correct? Yeah, that's pretty much it. Is you know make friends with that person at the front desk because. If they remember you when you walk by the desk, then you pretty much have the upper hand of what, what you can and cannot get. Yeah, that does make sense. And well, I never knew you could ask for a movie. I never thought to ask for a free movie. Some, I never. Some have it, some don't, but you know, people do, and if they did and they were cool, I'd check them. When I give it to it them, is interesting, and also the internet. Say it's slow if it's you know slower. Yeah, you know what I mean, just mention that, and if you just get a porn, you just got to own it. You just got you can't watch it. That's for 15 on you. Minutes. And yeah, it's yeah. it's on you literally if that's the way you shoot it. I <laughs> but mean, why why wouldn't you just use the internet? Who watches? I know, How many people still it? rent porn? Do people still rent porn? People still do it. I don't understand. That's yeah. why you just choose your phone or something. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. there's All a million. Right. And, and the porn on there isn't very good. I mean, it just it's kind of old. And you know what I mean? Like, I can't understand why people would. Although I will tell you this. They really do get you with the preview. I mean, like, the, there's these hot girls, okay. and those girls are nowhere to be found in the movie. No, it's true. Okay. They're it's nowhere true. To, okay. By the way, Bryce. Bryce, quick question. You went to the, 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 the uh, Aunt Joe episode, and then you were at uh, every episode during the season. What other episodes did you come to? Uh, I there was about five of them. I know uh, Billy Gardell was on. Okay. Was, I think the, the hockey one. Yeah. Probably the, the funniest one that I had went to. Um. I think I went to two different season finales. Um, yeah, there were like five total. Well, apparently you went to the series finale. Yeah. So <laughs> we well, got canceled. Bryce, we great, cannot so. thank you enough, A, for being so supportive and coming out to those tapings, but for, especially for, for taking the time to chat with us today and give everybody some tips. I uh, hope we hope they're very helpful and continued success to you, my friend. Thank you so much for calling into the dojo. Yeah, no worries. Thank you for having me. All right, Thanks, pal. Bryce. Bye, buddy. It was fun. That was awesome. That was great. He was great. Uh, do you want to go ahead and let's do something? Give everybody, get... the prize. Yeah, let's do it. It's been. I, I feel like um, it's been a little while, but let's yeah. do. Uh, we're gonna do a. Uh, I just bought. I bought this great watch on uh, Groupon uh, a couple of weeks ago. You know how much stuff they have. You can laugh all you want. You know how much stuff they have on Groupon. <laughs> <laughs> you can make jokes. Listen, we're gonna give away a three hundred dollar gift card for Groupon, and Groupon has trips on it. Mm -hmm. You can joke all you want. Yeah. You're just mad that my guest is going to trump your guest, anyways. Who's going to call in with a marble mouth in a few minutes? Oh, would you? Just <laughs> so, thank you so much. I didn't even give the we'll, call. We'll call her. We'll call her. Yeah, good, good. What? We'll we got call time. Her. Relax. God, Where are you going? 
Uh, let's give away a three hundred dollar gift card. Yeah. For Groupon, they have travel. Yeah. Hardware, merchandise, computers. $300 gift card to the 12th caller. Phrase that pays here at the dojo. The phrase that pays at the dojo. We'd like to thank our guest, Bryce Wellman, for calling in. Thank you so much, Bryce. That was awesome. Uh, And as we said, we're going to try to explore some kind of maybe uh, life hacks where we're going to talk to some interesting people. And By the way, I also think, too. Find out how it can benefit us. By the way, I'd also like to say to our listeners, uh, if they do some of these things and try them at the hotels, please tweet us. And let us know if they worked or didn't work. I think that that would be fair. That'd be yes. great. But I want to ask you this, too. Yeah. Anybody that's listening, you tweet at Canon Comedy or you tweet at Steve Byrne Live. Let us know where you work. And let us know if you'd like to talk, call in anonymously or you can state your name. And we could ask you about your occupation. Yeah. And we could ask you about maybe some of those life hacks where, where it could benefit us, the consumer or the customer. How we can get, uh, you know, some bonuses out of, out of these things. Um, you know what I feel like? I feel what? like we're the uh, local reporters for a TV news station, and we burst into an auto mechanic with our cameras and say, hey, <laughs> we had a hidden camera underneath the hood, and we know that this car did not need a new flux capacitor. I feel like those kind of guys. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we're just the A-team. You know what I mean? We're going in there. Burning Cannon Investigates. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Every Tuesdays, 4 a.m. Also, I think what we should do in a couple weeks, we'll announce it, we're going to do a live show. We're going to take callers, and people can call in and uh, talk to us live on the phone, whether they want to make a, a compliment or a complaint or any st- anything like that. By the way, Steve, where will you be this weekend? This weekend, I will be at the Laugh Festival in Aspen, Colorado, at the Wheeler Opera House this Saturday. Oh. So I'll be doing a show Saturday, 7 o'clock. I believe Pete Holmes is doing the 9 o'clock show. Ooh. Gilbert Godfrey will be there. Uh, I forget who else. So uh, it, it's going to be a great time. So we're going to be out in Colorado. Will the altitude affect your shitty Here jokes? Here we go. Here we go. The Gentleman's Dojo coming back at you. You say you failed. <laughs> um, how was he? Did you-